and welcome to Emma's ESL English. We are back to normal this week. <laughs> Today we are going to talk about some idioms. These are idioms that I found myself using when I was having a chat with one of my students. My student is in Taiwan and we often work through his work emails. And as we were talking and discussing different things and struggles at work, I found myself using these various different idioms to describe the situations that he was in. And I thought that they might be useful for you guys too. So while I was using these in a business situation, a lot of these will work in any situation. So we're really describing a particular state or situation rather than you having to use it only in a business scenario or only in a general English scenario. All right, so ready? <laughs> so the first one is to move the goalposts. You might have had this before. So of course you guys know what goalposts are, right? 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 <laughs> do you follow football? I do not follow football, but I do know what goalposts are. <laughs> so goalposts, the bit that the ball goes through in football those are goalposts now obviously in football the goalposts are kind of stuck there they can't go anywhere but if someone was trying to kick a ball into the goal and you kept being like bleh, 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 and moving those goalposts it would be a bit difficult for anyone to score a goal so the idiom to move the goalposts means that somebody is changing the specifications or changing the deemed success area and making it impossible for you to finish something or to succeed at something. So you might say about your boss, oh, I've been trying so hard at work, but my boss keeps changing the goalposts. I don't think we'll ever finish this project. So that means that your boss keeps redefining what the successful project looks like. Okay, next one. Fob you off. That's F-O-B. Fob you off. <sighs> now, our specific situation, it was a colleague in another country that was fobbing him off. <laughs> so to fob someone off is basically to tell them a lie to make them go away. <laughs> so somebody might tell you, oh, yes, I will definitely have an answer for you by next Tuesday. And then you get to next Tuesday and they say, ah, yes, oh, we never quite had that meeting. But Saturday, definitely Saturday, I will, I'll know. And you go back to them on Monday and they say, I couldn't work on Saturday. My kid was sick. I had to, I couldn't, couldn't work on Saturday. We're having another meeting on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> so they're fobbing you off. You might say to somebody, oh, he's always fobbing me off. I never know when it's actually going to be finished. One of my other students, this was in India, he had taken a, I think it was a storage system, a, you know, technical storage system, to get fixed. And they told him, oh, three weeks, it'll be three weeks. And so three weeks later, they called up and the company had said, oh, yeah, we're, we're having a little bit of trouble. We've been very, very busy. Give us another couple of weeks. And then a couple of weeks later, they rang back again and they said, well, you know, we're having trouble, you know, getting something. So they gave him another couple of weeks. Finally, after three months, <laughs> he went in to the company and he was like, 
we need this back. What's happening? And it was sitting on a shelf. Nobody had even touched it. They didn't even know how to get into it. <laughs> so for three months, they had been fobbing him off, telling him, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we just have to do this. We need to do that. They not even tried to open it. They didn't know where to start. <laughs> okay, next one. To go round in circles, and we also have to have you running round in circles. So you might say, oh, I feel like we're going round and round in circles, which could be in a meeting where nobody is agreeing on anything. So you just keep having the same conversation again and again and again. Oh, I think we all know how that feels. <laughs> to have you running around in circles is when somebody is telling you what to do, but actually the instructions aren't good or they don't know the right place to send you to. So to have you running around in circles might mean that someone in your team says, can you go down and pick up this document from this office and then you get to that office and it's not there, it's at another office, but then they don't know where it is, they send you back to the first office. So they have you running around in circles. The next one is very similar actually, to run you ragged. This one, we're really talking about overwork. If somebody's running you ragged, then they're wearing you out. They're really making you feel exhausted. We had one a long while ago to work your fingers to the bone. This is a similar kind of idea. So you're being run ragged by giving you too many jobs to do or too many tasks that are in different places or it's just too much stress maybe these days to cope with. So you can be run ragged, but you can also feel run ragged because it's just been nonstop. It's been go, go, go all day. And finally, to get hung up on something. If we get hung up on something, then we really want to do this thing. So for example, maybe the boss says, I want you to solve this problem. Before you do anything else, I want you to solve this problem. And you say to the boss, it's not very easy. That's that's a little tricky. We've got a whole bunch of other stuff that we can definitely do, but that one's a little bit tricky. And your boss says, no, 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 I want you to do that one first. So maybe you go away and you have a go for a few weeks and you're like, this is not going to happen. It Maybe it can happen in six months, but it's not going to happen right now. So you go back to the boss and you say to the boss, six months, mate, we can do it in six months. This, this thing has to happen. The government has to do this in six months. And your boss says, no, I want it done now. And you're like, no, but literally I can't. I literally can't do it now. It won't happen. It's not possible. And, you, and your boss says, but I want it done now. I think this is important enough. We should focus on this. So we can say that your boss is hung up on that project. So this is a little bit different to having hang-ups. What? <laughs> so you can get hung up on something, which means that you're stuck on that one thing. But if you have hang-ups, then that means that you don't feel confident about something. You can have hang-ups about the way that you look, or you can have hang-ups about your, maybe your English skills. That is meaning that you don't have confidence in those skills, or you think that those skills could do with more work. So you have a hang-up about your English, but that's different to getting hung up on your English. 
even though the circumstance might be the same, you might be getting hung up on how your English isn't perfect. So that means that you're constantly worrying about the fact that your English isn't perfect. Whereas having hangups about your English means that you have confidence issues around your English. If you are hung up on your English perfectionism, then it means you're not moving further forward. You're actually stopping yourself from practicing because you're getting stuck in that loop of perfectionism. So you're not moving forward at all. You're not getting better at all. Every time you're supposed to be speaking in English, you're like, oh, I'll cancel that class. Mm, not today, I don't have time today. I'm really, really tired today. Oh, I've got too much of a headache for that class. I'll cancel it. So that's you getting hung up on your English is actually preventing you from moving forward. You have an English hang up but the difference is that's not preventing you from moving forward. It definitely can make you feel bad. It can make you feel uncomfortable. It can make you feel inadequate in certain situations and you can tell people about it too, but it's not preventing you from moving forward. It's not specifically getting in the way. It's just something that you're very aware of. Hope that makes sense. Those last two are a little confusing. And that's it, that's all I got for you today. If you have any questions, please do pop them in the comments or alternatively, you can head over to the blog at www.emmaslenglish.com where you will find all of this vocabulary written down with explanations. See you later, bye.